Hey guys, it's your crazy ray of sunshine. It's chill. You're rolling MC and this is Hitting the Streets Podcast. Today on the show, I have Shalonda Hearn. She is back with the second part of this series, Embrace You. We also have a special guest joining us today, Miss Tiffany Jones. Please tune in to hear Shalonda share her nuggets of wisdom on how to identify a stable circle. Welcome to Hitting the Streets podcast show. Hitting the Streets is a series of interviews giving you the insider's look at the small businesses, entrepreneurs, nonprofit organizations, and events in the North Texas area. You can find all episodes of Hitting the Streets on Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, you can follow Hitting the Streets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. For more information about Hitting the Streets podcast, you can visit my website at www.hittingthestreetspodcast.com. And now, on with the show. Hey guys, it's me, your Rolling MC, and we are back tonight with Miss Shalonda Hearn on Embrace You. This is a two-part series, and hopefully tonight, guys, we can get it all done tonight. <laughs> Shalonda and I were just talking about it before we started the recording, and we hope we'll be able to talk about the the talking points that she has made up for us. We also have a special guest here tonight with us too as well, uh, Miss Tiffany Jones. Tiffany, if you don't mind, introduce yourself really quick to the audience. Yeah, sure, thanks. I'm so excited to be here with both of you. So excited to join in on the conversation. Again, my name is Tiffany Jones. I do digital media, um, digital marketing for small businesses throughout the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex area. Um, I've been doing that for a while. So my passion is truly about helping people and helping people reach their ultimate goals and go to that next level in life and business. So I am just, again, very excited to be here. So thank you so much for having me as a guest. No, thank you for being here. And then once again, Shalonda Hearn, she is the owner of Impact Central and she is a certified Christian life coach. And tonight we're going to talk about, um, there's some talking points that she had and tonight we're going to talk about knowing who to ask and how to ask for help, identifying a stable circle or a stable tribe. So Shalonda, you take it away and elaborate on that. Sure, sure. So um, we're not going to piggyback too much from the um, the first episode, but um, it's the segue, obviously, because after you have, you know, kind of gotten to a place where you can identify your, your yourself, you can actually accept who you are, you know, your identity, and you know, your weaknesses and the areas of strengths as well. Um, and so embracing that vulnerability is also important as well. Um, but when we talk about, you know, preparing to get to that space where, and I'm glad Tiffany is here because um, I remember us having this conversation as I was really trying to walk through uh, this particular series. And she spoke something to me talking about unspoken inse insecurities. 
And when she said that, I had to dig a little deeper into that. Um, because when you when you think about those things that you don't you don't even want to talk about those things to people. And it could be for multiple reasons because you think it's just that bad um, that you don't want people to judge you. Um, you think it's just that bad and you don't want to, you know. Okay, guys, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we're back now. And Shalanda was talking about the unspoken insecurities. So Shalanda, go ahead and take it away. Yes. So, um, you know, when it comes to um, those moments where you really want to talk to someone, and there could be various reasons why you feel disconnected uh, and not, sometimes it's because you don't trust people. Um, you don't trust that people are going to handle the sensitive things about who you are and how you are and what you've gone through. Um, or maybe, again, we're talking about that strong woman. The strong woman always wants people to think that I have it together. I don't have any issues because the moment that they start grasping that I don't have it together, I'm likely going to be judged. I'm likely going to be, oh, well, you've been putting on a front all this time. That's really not the case. Um, but as I was really thinking about that, when it comes to um, really thinking about how to kind of move yourself out of that space where you have a whole lot of people who are in your life who are constantly grabbing at you. And we talked about that in the first uh, session as well. Yes. And you're constantly having those leeches in your life. Yes. How are you going to have room for people who actually want to love you, who want to accept you for who you are, who want to, you know, be um, open and honest with you and still love you regardless. So yes. first, Let's move, let's move those people out of the way. Let's start recognizing those people who are constantly pulling from you and draining you and not respecting who you really and truly are. But the moment that you grasp that identity, the right people are gonna come into your life. You need people who are stable, people who are not rocky, people who are not always wavering, going from one, one thing to the next, people who are gonna be consistent in your life, people that when you call them, they're listening to you. One of the things that I learned about me uh, personally many, many years ago, and it's, it's something about you know recognizing your skills, but also the things that you don't even think God gave you. God has given me this, this ability to listen to people. And then when I listen to people, I'm listening to people based upon who they are, not based upon what I've been through, not based upon what I think or what I feel. I'm listening on your behalf. So my feedback, so my opinions, and so anything that I wanna share with you to support you is going to be based upon what I heard from you. So you're not thinking that, oh, come on. I know women, I know we know this. The moment that we tell a woman something, a certain woman, you know what, I've been through this. Girl, if I were you, <laughs> please don't do that to me That's true. because you will never be me right and, and if you are really my true friend and you are mm -hmm. genuine you know that I'm totally different from you yeah you may have some um, similarities but we're totally different so someone who constantly says those things is probably not the best person that you want to trust with something vital something mm -hmm. sensitive something deep that you want to open up to don't just open up to those people how do you know how do you recognize you know you brought we we've talked about this when we were like i said before we had our little date night at manny's which by the way we need to we need to reschedule one Read that, <laughs> but um the thing of it is is like how how do you help people recognize those things 
Um, you know, in part one, we talked about saying yes to the leeches and then they keep wanting more and they keep wanting more and they keep wanting more. And no sooner than you say no, they catch an attitude and then eventually they fall off and move and move away and move on. But how do you recognize those things? You know, a lot of times I always say you got to really listen and hone in on that listening. But sometimes that's not always the case, though. I I had to recognize some things myself, um, you know, a few months ago. And I, I have invested so much into, into people, into friends. I recognized that I wasn't even investing that time to, into myself. And so mm-hmm. I had to say, ask myself, well, what are you doing? You know, you probably could get so much further and grow, uh, you know, get ahead of the game if you would just take that same amount of time that you put in those friends and those individuals into yourself. But how do you help someone recognize those type of those type of things? You said it. That's the first thing is listening. Um, And and dare I say, pray, (laughs) because you definitely need some level of um, sensitivities spiritually to to be able to determine you know, who's right for you? Because it could be, y'all know we've all heard season and a season and a reason. You know, there's certain seasons that people are in place and in your life and then they're gone. They're supposed to be gone. So we're, we don't need to keep them in our lives. Um, but there are certain people who come into our lives. My best friend came into my life at a very pivotal place. And she and I both opened up immediately. The moment that we met, we opened up to each other. And it was almost like a magnet that kept us together that, you know, no matter what I was going through, I was able to share things with her and and vice versa. Um, But after after you've prayed, are you paying attention to how they're, how they're coming back to you? Like, are you, are you paying attention to what they do and don't do? Not just what they do, but what they don't do. Um, saying things that are very sensitive, like how are they responding to you? I mean, I know it's it's probably something that we don't really pay attention to, but tone, you know, the choice of words, like I'm so sensitive to those things. Yeah. Like it's yeah. certain words that people use that yeah. I'm like, um, I don't know, you keep speaking in that way and I'm not really yeah. feeling that. So right. I don't think I wanna be vulnerable with you because I don't know where you're coming from. You may be trying, you may be judging me and not and trying to pretend like you're you're not judging me. So being mindful of those things like body language, obviously, you know, really just being sensitive to everything about a person is so vitally important. And you know, date even in dating, like you know what you have to do to really, you know, figure out this man or this woman, you know. So do the same thing when it comes to your circle the people that you want to be stable in your life, that when you call them, my best friend right now, if I needed to call her at four o'clock in the morning, she's up with her soldier suit on saying, what do you need? You know, but yeah. I didn't know that right away. That's who she was. It's over time. I was going to say, you have to really hone in and build a relationship because, and I'm one of those people that I'm, I, I don't, I, I'm because I'm private. I don't jump right in with everything that I have going on. Um, and also because of the judging piece. So, mm-hmm. and Shalanda, you know this, we can say this. You and I, you know, were friends, but I really didn't call you a friend till like three years later. Cause I was like, you know, yeah. I don't know you, you don't know me. We had the connection and, you know, I was a little crazy person <laughs> and I thought you were, you know, you were good for me because you had so much solitude and, and Tiffany too, you know, Tiffany with her, 
you know, intelligent mind, the way she spoke and the words that she used and the way she carried herself. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I really didn't know where I was. And so mm -hmm. I put some, I wanted to build that relationship. And don't you think that's important? I mean, I, I think Absolutely. it's important to build a relationship before you start, um, you know, picking up the phone and calling somebody at four o'clock in the morning, you know, saying, hey, Absolutely. I need some help. Absolutely. If you're, if you're rushing into something mm -hmm. and you're so forth and coming to release something that's so sensitive to you, you're putting yourself in a position to be hurt. Um, to be, you know, um, put in a position to where someone actually takes information from you that is so sensitive, so deep, and they actually hurt you um, with that information. And um, so taking your time, you know, um, for those of us who are believers, like your first stop should be on your knees. Anything that's that deep, you need to be talking to God. Yes. Right. And then there's obviously your friend, your family rather, who um, you have those close people, but when it comes to people ex externally, mm -hmm. my my little circle is basically a circle of one, my best friend, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, but then there's there's an, another level of extended people who, you know, the Nichelles and the Tiffany's, you know, mm -hmm. and the Lisa's in my mm -hmm. life that, you know, whenever it comes down to it, I know I have a circle of, of soldiers also that's behind me to support me. But I was going to say while you were talking you know, there are certain things that when you say something to someone, you're expecting a certain response. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get that particular response, then that should be a flag. I think oftentimes we keep talking because we think they're, oh, they're listening and they care. But my question is to this other person, what are they doing with this information? Mm -hmm. Like, are they taking this back to prayer on your behalf? Are they taking this back to some other group of friends and sharing it right. with them, mm -hmm. right? Like, what are they doing with it? Because there should be some type of um, investment that they're making as a result of what you're sharing, because they should be coming back to you and saying, you know what, girl, what you were talking about, I was thinking about, I think you should try this or we should try this together. Like, yes. they need to be coming back to you with something reciprocal to show that they're okay. actually invent, they're, they're, back, they're actually invested in where you are mm -hmm. and where you're weak, I wanna be strong. Cause mm -hmm. re relationships are supposed to complement each other, yes. right? Like, yes. so where you're weak, I'm and strong, where I'm strong, you're weak. Mm -hmm. Right, so there should be some type of, you know, ROI. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, know? no, yes, that's totally true. <laughs> it's funny you say ROI, return of investment. You know, you go in, you know, you go in thinking that, me personally, I go in thinking that not anyone's ever going to really understand where I'm coming from because I shoot from the hip, right? But I've had I've had some great friends that really have understood and given me ROI and been there for me side by side and been so supportive. You and Tiffany being, you know, being one of those people, Jamila too, Angie, there's so many other ones that I can name, um, Deanna, that actually say, look at it this way, or, or so truthful to it, you know, and, and giving me the real. Tiffany, how do you feel about that? And then I'm going to start, then we'll go to the next talking point. Yeah, I, mean, I, I agree with both of you are saying, and even too, for me, I think I know, Shalanda, you had mentioned, like, you know, listen to what they say, how they say, but for me, I like to really look at what did they do, the action, because you, you can say a lot of things, 
but do you keep your word? Right. You know, before I, I'm like, I'm like everybody. I'm like you, Nichelle. I'm a very, very private person. It takes a lot and it takes a lot of time to get to into my close, close circle. And it's very tiny, <laughs> but what I do for people, you know, I, I, I love people, but at the same time, I'm always, you know, watching, you know, like if I give you this little bit of information here, I want to see, you know, what you do with it. Do you keep your promise? with the small things, because if you can't do that for the small things that I know something deep, something that could be very impactful that could possibly harm me. I don't feel, I don't feel safe to share that information with you because just for the small things you didn't come through or, you know, you, you said, yeah, I'll be available. Just call me, you know, call me anytime. I don't care what day or night. And I call and you don't answer and you don't return the call. So, you know, words, mm -hmm. words are words, but action is what gives true meaning. And that's how I really look at people to say, like, is this someone, you know, that I feel that that I can trust someone that I can rely on? Because I know the type of person that I am. You know, if I open mm -hmm. myself up to that and that person comes to me, I'm about keeping 100 percent, you know, being committed to what I'm telling someone. So if I told you I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. I consider myself to be a very reliable person. And, you know, that's the kind of people that 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 I would love to have, you know, in in my in my world, in my life, because I think it just it brings that harmony together of supporting one another. But you got to, you know, from my experience, you got to be careful. I look at the actions because I've been told so many things before, you know, friendships, relationships, and you get excited. But then you see that person's not following through. Their, their words and their actions are not aligning at all. Thank you, Tiffany. Okay, Shalanda, I'm going to move on to the next talking point just because of time. And so you said be accountable and attentive to what we need and deserve. Ooh, I struggle with that. <laughs> what what wow. does mean? <laughs> so um, as I was studying, um, a couple of things that I wrote down is um, you got to realize that you need it, first of all. Oh, and then the people that coming from, you know, being able to pick those right people in your lives, are those people actually reinforcing that? Like you gotta have some cheerleaders that are actually reinforcing the fact that you actually need attention. You know, when you've been vulnerable or when you've been um, in such a space where you wanted to be sure that the people in your life are people that you can, um, you know, trust and that you can share certain things with and that you can be vulnerable with. Um, but you also, while you're doing that, you also have to recognize that, you know what, I need attention. I wish I could, I wish I could remember this scenario that I was thinking about the other day, um, but it was somewhere, it was something along the lines of the fact that sometimes you have to admit, sometimes you have to say, make some decrees over your life and start decreeing, you know what, I deserve help. I deserve support. I deserve people in my life, people in my circle that actually care and want to hear what I have to say and won't judge me based upon my weaknesses. So once you once you start making those decrees, I can't tell you, I'm moving right now, but I can't tell you how many pieces of paper that I have decrees and declarations. And I know in this day and age, they call them affirmations, but my decrees are based upon what God has, has spoken over my life. So I decree what he's spoken over my life because He's the one who knows everything there is to know about me. He's the one that has building me up. And then he sends those right, those, those, the right people in my life to reinforce it. 
And again, if, if those people aren't reinforcing it, then they need to walk away or you need to walk away. Um, so I think that really, that's really where it starts is that you have to get to a space in your life where you acknowledge the fact that I deserve help. I deserve someone in my life that will not judge me based upon where I missed the mark. And I think with that, I agree totally 100%. And I think you also have to set some kind of boundaries because oh, even though you have, you know, you have these friendships and these bonds, sometimes you have to set those boundaries too as well. Um, I think we talked about this, this is so long ago, but I do remember us having a conversation about you can't pour from an empty cup. And right. when you start realizing how much you're pouring into, I don't know, relationship, friendship, your job, whatever, you start mm -hmm. realizing that you're empty, then there's how things get all, you know what I'm saying? A little crazy, a little haywire. It's the same mm -hmm. thing with acknowledging what you deserve and what you need. You have to set those boundaries. You know what I mean? Right. And that ties right into accountability. Mm, right. Mm, um, mm. You know, one thing that um, we, we, there's no, when I was, Tiffany should know this very well because Boundaries is one of my babies. Um, it's also another um, program um, under uh, Impact Central. But um, when we talk about boundaries, um, I started thinking about when we were babies, just little bitty babies, um, we didn't know what boundaries were until our parents begin to show us, don't touch that stove. Don't crawl over there. You know, don't do that. Don't touch that. Touch, you can have that, but you can't have that. So growing up, we were able to learn what boundaries looked like. And it wasn't until we got older and Mr. and Mrs. Independent, we just want to touch whatever we want to touch, do whatever we want to do. And then we forget all about boundaries. But I'm here to wake you up you know, come on back <laughs> and remind yourself that you still need to set boundaries. God can protect you, but he's given us all wisdom. So we need to set boundaries to protect ourselves so that we can also help other people to get to know what we can and can't take and what we will and won't accept. That's accountability. I'm holding myself accountable because what you're not going to do is disrespect me. What you're not going to do is take information that I'm sharing with you and take it and use it against me to hurt me. And so hold yourself accountable. I promise you, when you start doing that, other people will start saying, you know what? I'm probably not going to touch her. I'm probably not going to. There's something about me. I don't know what it is, but when I was in middle school, um, well, I, I can kind of say what it was. I was kind of taller than, the, than most of the students in my class. And I want to say, well, it's probably like sixth grade. Um, and um, I was just a happy-go-lucky child, you know? Um, but there was this one girl, her name was uh, Christy. And uh, she was a little heavy. And um, she had a very low self-esteem. And she also had this discoloration on her neck. And she felt so bad about that. And there was this one boy named Nathan. He was always messing with her. He was always getting other people. Look at her, look at her, look at her. So she one day came to me and she told me, she said, Shalonda, I don't know what to do. They keep messing with me. And she cried and cried and cried. She cried many, many days. And you know what? I got tired of it. So I walked over there to Nathan and the, the boys, Nathan, I can name them now, Nathan, Scott. <laughs> I called them out and I said, 
Y'all are no better than any, anybody on, in this class. We are all children here. So you don't, you, don't, you don't have the right to talk about people. And so I, I told him off. And the fact, that I, the fact that I did that, it's not that I was trying to you know, be whoever, you know, but it was something on the inside of me that helped them to see that Shalanda don't take no mess. Gang, 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 gang. Just kidding. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Shalanda don't take no mess. Gang, gang. And right. <laughs> and because I set a boundary, because what you're not going to do is you're not going to hurt me and you're not going to hurt anybody yeah. connected to me. And so that was a boundary that I set that and now. And protector. Yes. So now those boys who might think that they can come after me or think that they can come after anybody that's attached to me, they're going to have to think twice. You're going to have to be big and bold yes. to come step over this line. And so hold yourself accountable mm -hmm. for keeping yourself protected mm -hmm. and, and, and know that, and know that you can trust, know that you can trust those, those people in your life. And I, I didn't mention, um, but um, what else did I say? that I write here sometimes you need help in the form of advice sometimes you need someone to accept the space you're in then encourage and support your growth so we talked about that supporting your growth but just trusting your circle mm -hmm. whoever that is trust that circle I know sometimes you feel like you need you know you need a, a whole choir you know around you uh, but you really not you really don't need that you just need that trustworthy circle and you need to know on the inside of you, you got to get to a place. That's what my services are for, to help you to dig deep and figure out who you really and truly are. Because sometimes your, your true identity is so dormant mm. that people are confused. They're like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. Because you have this facade up and you're putting things out there in the atmosphere that, you know, people don't even know who you really and truly are. So you have to embrace all of that. So people can see who you are, weakness and strengths and all. That's how you're established. That's how you can walk tall. That's when you can take the that that pain off your shoulder that you've been carrying. Mm -hmm. Because you really, I, I just love me. <laughs> you know, no, I just love yeah. everything about me, even the intricate things that I used to not want to tell people. I didn't like to tell people about my, my about my relationships. Mm -hmm. because I love I'm so passionate about relationships but then I got to the point to, to, to the point where I began to acknowledge the fact that God gave me this gift he gave me this gift to pour out to people mm -hmm. and so that knowledge and that understanding and that acceptance of my identity now I can speak to things that I normally didn't used to speak to right right and right so knowing is so Freeing. It's so liberating when you really and truly can know with confidence who you really and truly are. So you can start setting those boundaries. So you can start accepting things and acknowledging things and decreeing things and believing it. Other people are going to come. They're going to follow suit. I promise you. Yep. They are going to follow suit. The moment that you are confident, they are going to see that confidence and follow suit. It's so funny you bring all that up. You make me think of a couple of times that this is. I'm, I, I, some people probably think this is weird, but I, I don't. There's times where I get um, the doubts in my head and not feeling confident, and I just, I'm so ready to throw in the towel. I swear to you, Tiffany, 
will text me out of the clear blue sky. It's like she in my head. What are you doing? What's up? Blah, blah, and just, just check it. Or I'll text her and she was like, oh my God, you crossed my brain. You know, you crossed my mind. And then right. we start talking and then it's just whatever happened. I'm like, girl, I'm just, I'm having a hard time. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't think it's working, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then she goes, hold on, let's chat. Let's talk about it or vice versa. It's so strange. I feel like Tiffany just either feels it or she knows it or whatever when I'm struggling with what with what I'm with what I when I say with what I'm doing like my podcast or whatever you know the job or something to that effect it's like right. she knows and it's so you know I say it's so weird it's just a connection I guess or a bond but it's yeah, just, the connection yeah it's just you know you it's it's strange because I always sit there and all of a sudden you will pop up on my phone I'm like how does she hear me? <laughs> My thoughts, you know, right. It's part of that is um, the longevity of our relationship, the longevity of our friendship, um, her knowing me at my ugliest and knowing me at the the great, you know, the greatness that's in me where she's able to speak to me and guide me in a way to get back up again, you know, get back on the horse and pull up my bootstraps and keep moving forward. And friendship like that is very hard to find. It is. That's that's a a diamond in the rough. Yes. And I can definitely attest to that. Um, Speaking to Tiffany and Michelle is, um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I call Tiffany about. Whatever she she says, it's almost like whatever area of your life that you're empty, Tiffany is going to feel it. When you tap in to her life, she is going to fill some empty spaces. I promise you. It's just like, I'm just like, I don't even, Tiffany, um, I don't even know. How, how did you even know that? How did you even know? <laughs> Tiffany, also, I, I know it sounds like it's, but we're serious. Like, I don't, I don't know how you know. And I know it's a connection in the mind. I do. But like, right. you're, I feel like sometimes you're in my head even though I haven't talked to you in weeks. When right. we talk, she's she just rolls right into it. And Shalanda, to your point, you know, the same thing with you as a friend. I, you know, the guidance and the faith, you pour that back into me, you know, because I'm a I can be a Dowling Thomas. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's just so strange that with Tiffany, it's just like she knows. And I'm just like, girl, I ain't talked to you like in three weeks, four weeks. How you just know? <laughs> it is definitely a gift yeah it's very flattering thank you both yeah I just say yeah it's a gift from God I guess you know it's just the way that I connect with people and like you said we've been connected you know for quite some time now and in all honesty so you know I I know both of you but two I sometimes I take myself out of the picture like if I were in their shoes I would want that friend to come and you know be Mm -hmm. helpful and give the advice and and so I honestly you know I try to treat people the way that I want to be treated so you know it's just it's just a part of who I am everybody get you a Tiffany Jones yeah I'm just facing this Tiffany in my life, I wouldn't worry out the original Tiffany. I'm like, girl. seriously. All right. Seriously. So, real quick, so we can wrap up, Shalonda. Um, last week we talked about your event, Embrace You. But this time, um, I want you to talk about Impact Central. So, how did this come about? Ooh, um, 
So, so the business came about pretty much the moment that I became a certified life coach, but the birthing of the actual company Impact Central um, came about a little less than two years ago. Okay. Um, and i.e. the name impact with impact without the i i saw um, it yeah um but the essence of even the name is the fact that i know that i'm here to make an impact in people's lives i know that i learned that i was a life coach and didn't even know it um, long before i even became certified long before i even knew that there was a certification and it was when i was working in law i was working for law firms i worked for law firms for collectively about seven years. And it was during that time where I realized that, you know what, I'm not happy in this job and I'm just here just for the paycheck. And that, that was my mentality. But at the same time, I was always seeking for fulfillment. I remember that like it was yesterday, I was always praying, I wanna be fulfilled in my life. I want to know that, you know, every time I wake up in the morning that I'm going to, you know, contribute something and that, it's something that's on the inside of me that I'm pouring out. And it's just so natural that, you know, the pay is not really my driving factor. It just helps me pay my bills to help me, you know, to keep doing what I need to do right. in life. But I started to recognize a gift in me to work even from a corporate perspective and helping people to get along. Because I don't know if you've ever worked in a law firm, anybody listening, um, but it is extremely stressful, especially for the paralegals and the legal assistants and the people like me who were working in the records department. Attorneys are coming in. They are super stressed out. They're angry. I was in an environment that was extremely um, harsh um, where attorneys were cursing out people and they oh, wow. were just yes it was it was just a really bad environment and I said to myself that I want to see people come to work and recognize even if they're unhappy I want them to recognize that there is a purpose whether it's long term short term there's a purpose here and I have to fulfill it even if it's whether it's me giving to someone or whether it's me learning something. And so that's when I started learning about seasons. And so all that to say, I started recognizing really and truly what a coach does. It actually, actually recognizes an issue or a, or, a, or a drought or a empty space, kind of like what Tiffany does. Yeah. Fills up. <laughs> it fills you up, um, but you, you, you look for that space especially when it comes to relationships, which is my passion, even in a corporate setting, I wanted to go to this law firm. I, I made a pact with myself that I want to go to this law firm. I want to go to this job every single day, knowing that my purpose is to be here for a reason. And I have to fulfill that. And so I, I wanted to take that understanding, that mentality. And um, a lot of some people might know about like, years ago, I had a blog that I tried to launch called Heaven on Earth. And that's literally my, my driving force is to help people find their heaven on earth, whatever situation that you're in, um, whether it's a bad, bad marriage, whether it's a bad situation in your home with your children, whether you're having a difficult time with your job and you're unhappy, you're unfulfilled. I want to help you find heaven on earth because here's the deal. We're not going to, we said face it till you make it last time. And that's yeah. literally what we're going to do. We're going to face the situation because we have to. It's necessary, right. so we have to face it. So how can I find heaven in this situation so that I can make it through 
make it over and move on to the next thing that whatever God has for us. So that's literally where impact came from. (laughs) Long story short. No, that's awesome. Okay. We just got a few more minutes. Tiffany, anything that you would like to say before we sign off? Nope. Um, Yep. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, I mean, this is as always, anytime that we're, we're together and we're talking on things like this, it's always impactful for me. So, you know, I just, it has my, my mind over here churning, just, you know, a lot of, a lot of reminders. Like, I think it's always good. Like a lot of this stuff we know, but it's like, as we go on with our daily lives and the the hustle and bustle and all the craziness you forget. So this has just been, you know, it's, it's been a good reminder for me to really help me stay on track and, and just, you know, keep pushing forward. So thank you both. I appreciate it. All right, guys, that's it for tonight. Thank you for being on Hitting the Streets podcast. And Shawana, this is number two. Yes. Yes, we made it. I appreciate you being on the show. And Tiffany, thank you so much for being on the show. All right, guys, we're wrapping up tonight. Thanks for being there. Good night. Good night. What a great show. And thank you guys for listening. If you really like this episode, please share. Big shout out to Shalonda and Tiffany for being on the show. Thank you so much, Shalonda, for your time and sharing your tidbits on how to identify a stable circle, how to ask for help, and being accountable and attentive to what we need and deserve. Okay, guys, coming up next week. It's October, and you guys know October is my favorite month. Please stay tuned for paranormal stories coming in October. Okay, guys, that's it for me. You're rolling in C. Catch another episode on Hitting the Streets.